welcome back to Journal Updated, a video game about the podcast that give us choices. I'm hmm. rolling with it. I'm Nora. <laughs> I'm joined by Molly. Hi. This is the game. <laughs> this is, no, this is the pod. Please. <laughs> uh, your choices are Not you, Molly. <laughs> oh my god. I, I know we do a podcast about games with choices but this is the most obnoxious thing i've ever heard in my life was that was the opening to this fucking video game it's the ending too yeah that too oh wait no in the beginning he says it we are our choices yeah choices are so small you don't even think about them which is why you don't get to choose you don't get like the prompt for that one um and then the title card at the end says your choices are you which is like did the, it? I didn't. I didn't look it's at mirrored. it. Hard. It's it's mirrored. Ah. Um, we played late shift, which uh, I finished ten minutes ago because it was so short that I had saved it till the very end. Yeah, um, I, I did it yesterday at about an hour and a half. Yeah, I played eighty minutes and I definitely replayed a couple scenes because I wasn't sure where the checkpoints were. Uh, um, I missed a couple prompts because I was eating dinner when it was yeah. giving me choices. I was like, well. I guess that's how that goes. I missed one, and it ended up being fine. Um, but before that, did you play any video games this month? You know I have. <laughs> um, let's see. So last time was Deus Ex. Did I talk about Psychonauts 2 last time? I probably did. Um, I played Blasphemous, which is a uh, kind of a... People are calling it right. like a... Dark Soulsy Metroidvania game, which I guess is accurate enough. Um, it's got skulls in it. It's got yeah, it's got a lot of Catholic shit in it. Um, I don't know. That game's fine. Really weird design choices um, around oh. like the movement in that game, and uh, specifically like the movement upgrades. You have to like uniquely equip them, and you can only equip three at a time. But there are like four, five, or six of them, mm-hmm. so it just kind of feels bad to be opening the menu all the time uh to be re-equipping stuff like that i guess this is the exact same problem i had with psychonauts 2 um mm-hmm. in, a, in a different way but um how is the rolling I, the rolling's fine it's mm. it, you don't even roll you slide Ooh. yeah and you know you know i love to slide uh, yeah. But it, it, I don't think it sets it apart. In uh, terms of movement way. options, I think Molly's tier list is number one, swing, number two, slide, number three, jump. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, Rolling is in there somewhere. Well, I'll, oh, we'll yeah. figure it out yeah. later. Um, Yeah, so I uh, I played that. It's, it's a solid like six and a half. It's fine. I hear they're making another one. I might play it. We'll see. Um, I only played this one because it was eight dollars, and you know what? That's about what I wanted to pay for it uh, mm-hmm. by the end of it. So the the sequel is called um, uh, what's the what's the opposite of blasphemous? Uh, is there a specific word? I don't know the specific word you're looking. for. I was for. going for a joke, and I didn't make the punchline in time. I was- you whiffed it. I was building the tracks in front of the train, but the canyon was there. <laughs> you and you ran out of wood. I ran, um, I ran out of wood. Uh, so I have also played. Um, I played all of Deathloop. 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 Uh, that's why I bought a PlayStation Five was to play Deathloop. Um, that game's pretty fucking good. Oh. Really? Um. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go there for the story. Uh, but I think it's really fun to play. Uh, the The ideas there are really good. Um, the dialogue is really fun uh, between like the banter between you and the and the assassin lady um, who's good trying to kill you. Dialogue can almost like take the place of the story. Yeah, I didn't really feel like the um, I needed the story. A lot of people are talking about like, "Wow, it's mid," and I'm like, "I don't know what you wanted." I. You know, I'm not playing Dishonored for the deep story. I'm playing Dishonored because yeah, I want to sneak around and stab guys. I, and you know what? You could do I that. Get, I get that, but I'm also playing Dishonored for, like, at least the character beats and the world building, you know? Oh, yeah, there's still there's still good character beats and world building yeah. in it. Don't get me wrong. Um, And also, it, it might take place in the same universe as Dishonored. I'm not sure. It might be. Is there? Does anybody give, like, spooky monologues at any point, or... No, not really. That's a shame. 
Uh, well, I, I mean, I... maybe if you do stuff in specific ways, that could hmm. happen, but I, I never had one. I, I don't want to say there's none in the game, but I didn't have it. I any. do love a good, um, like, weird monologue. Yeah, who do- who doesn't? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, me either. Corvo, probably. <laughs> yeah, Corvo probably doesn't like that. Um, I'm sick of this shit. Does Coro sound like that? Are you sure? He sounds kind of like this. I can't really do it. I feel like you're doing your John Wick voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of... <laughs> no, my John Wick voice is fueled by my perception of Keanu Reeves being a person um, who, like, pushes every syllable out of his mouth. With as much force as he can muster. Exactly. He's the Dovahkiin, basically, is what I'm saying. Basically. He always talks like he's pushing it out of his mouth. He's really giving it. <laughs> I was going to say giving it to you. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Keanu. Cyberpunk 2077. You know? <laughs> I don't think he sounds quite like that, but yeah, I know what you're going for. Well, it's not. It's like, uh, it's the part of, it's the version of like an impression where you like, you have that this one aspect of the voice that makes it clear who you're doing, even if like the rest of it, like the pitch yeah. and like the cadence isn't perfect. Like if you can pronounce like three words like Christopher Walken, you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, after you beat you platinum blasphemous and you you know got, got all the stuff. I did not and, uh, platinum blasphemous. I will not be platinum <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> got that big fat juicy gamer score. Yeah, huge, huge trophy collection over here. Uh, I am mm. currently playing Tales of Arise, which is fantastic. It's the best. It's the best a Tales game has ever felt to me. Um, I went back to Symphonia recently, and I was not super thrilled in yeah, twenty one. It's, it's not that good. It's. I mean, it is still one of the games that is most dear to my heart, but. Oh yeah, I, listen, it, it, it I I played a long... all 100 hours of that game when it came out. I you know, it has been a long time since I played that battle system uh and I have played a few since. Um Tales of Vesperia's battle system is also not even it's basically the same as Symphonia's if I remember correctly. It's not even that yeah. good. Um but I they have um made some interesting changes in in that you don't use like MP anymore. You just have like some charge diamonds uh, that TP? fill up TP. Tech excuse points? me. Sorry, I was trying to make it clear to the audience if they haven't played a Tails game what I'm talking about. Tails points. Tails points. Uh, so they they got rid of that. Uh, and it's the same thing in Berseria too. Um, but I don't like playing Berseria as much as Arise uh, hmm. because I there's a whole um, Berseria is weird. You're scared of goths. You know that you know that's not true. <laughs> you know that's not true. Um, no, I mean I like all the characters of Mysteria I've met so far. I ha- I'm not very far in that game. How but many demon fangs so far in in our eyes? Mm-hmm. I got a I got a demon fang. I got a double demon fang. You know, hell yeah, the, the classics. Have you um, have you perhaps thought about combining the demon fang? And the double demon fang. Oh, for like a for like a demon fang, double demon fang, like a triple demon fang. No, I haven't thought about that yet. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll have that idea soon, but he hasn't had that idea yet. Um, yeah. no, it's uh, the combat feels very fluid. Um, I I like it. You could do big big combos now. Um, where because like with Tales games before, they want you to have these really big combos and stuff, but it never felt like they gave you the tools to do it. Um, between it's, it like you get the me... three auto attacks, and then you get to, mm-hmm. yeah, to add attack, and that's it. That's that like, was early you Tales. Can, you can equip like a longer combo in one of your slots or whatever, but yeah, but it's it not always... that good. It always felt to me like the game expected the computer, uh, like other characters, to fill in the gaps, so that like the ideal combat would be a four-player combat where where the combat, like the combo, rather never drops because everyone's like cooperating. But that doesn't seem like that's a thing that would ever happen. No, and I guess it would make it a lot easier if you were playing like couch co-op because you could do mm-hmm. that. 
my my younger sibling and I both played uh, Symphonia together, um, and I was the sword and they were the the magic. So that you know that was pretty fun, but still, that I wonder how much fun it is to play a JRPG as the second player who only gets to do stuff during fights. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're just vibing, you know. Uh, we yeah. were all also young, <laughs> and That's you true. know, we we didn't the, have that much stuff to do. The first time I played Tales of Symphonia, it was about sixty hours, and the second time was forty. And I was I had this Jeez, idea really? in my head. Yeah. Um, I had this idea in my head of oh, I could probably beat this in under twenty four hours. Uh, and my my the thing that I wanted to do that I never got able to set up was. To have a friend over and just record a Let's Play of Tales of Symphonia in under 24 hours. But we never got around to doing it or trying it. That sounds it. very difficult. It sounds very difficult. But I, yeah. I felt in my heart that I could do it. Tales of Symphonia speedrun <laughs> record. Let's see. Leaderboards. Seven hours. Yeah, there you go. That sounds fake. That game's really long. In my brain, that game is like a hundred hours. It was definitely not a hundred, but I could see how it could how it would be. I think it was when it. we played it. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't even the version with everything in it that came out later. When they put it on PS3, they added all the stuff that they uh, they didn't include in the game. Right? Game. Yeah. Like a yeah. I think they did the same thing with Vesperia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm really what's... liking Tales of Rise. What if, what if there was a boy, uh, and he couldn't feel pain, um, mm-hmm. and he was very deeply loyal, and there was a rude bitch of a woman who, if anyone touches her, they get attacked by her thorns, uh, mm-hmm. and then they were in love. Okay, now what if there was a boy? And he had two swords. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> Which is twice as many brain cells as he had. What if, <laughs> what if he had a dad that was a dwarf? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, lots of voice clips from Symphonia burned into my head. Yeah, yeah, Tales of Arise, whatever. I want to talk about Tales of Symphonia now. I don't. Dwarven Vow number seven. Goodness and uh, love will always win. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, Nora, did you play any video games? Because I know Hell you didn't yeah, play I Tales did. of Symphonia over the last month. So we gotta keep I've, this podcast moving. I played Dungeons and Dragons, Eye of the Beholder. Um now I had tested Eye of the Beholder for DOS a couple months back. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's pretty cool. It plays just fine. Uh, I didn't get very far into it because it's a whole RPG. Wait, was I the uh, Beholder the GBA game you played? Yes, I'm getting to okay. It. Well, so, I'm just I was just confused by DOS and GBA. That's all. Yes, I actually also have to talk about even prior to that. There's the DOS games, the Gold Box, I believe, set the um, Pools of Radiance, for example. Um, both of these games on DOS are this grid-based first-person dungeon crawling. Um, okay. Pools of Radiance, when you get into a fight, it would switch to a top-down grid uh, tactics game that played basically like 2nd Edition D&D, as far as I can tell, as somebody who's never played 2nd Edition D&D. Um, Eye of the Beholder was a little bit later, and it kept the... Um, exploration the first person exploration but it was a real-time combat system where Mm -hmm. your character ui would have your equipped weapons on it and when you were facing a character that was in the space ahead of you you would right click on the weapon and they would attack it would make the attack roll it would show you the result and then it would go on a cooldown for the next until the next round basically um both of these are considered like kind of classic D&D uh, computer games. Um, Eye of the Beholder is maybe more so because it has a little bit more of a 
plot and some characters in it and it has uh the main villain of it is xanathar who is a uh recurring beholder uh character in D stuff um anyway with all this context we move on to 2002 on the game boy advance where someone interplay maybe i think is the dev i don't actually remember the dev or if that's just the publisher uh makes I have the Beholder for the Game Boy Advance, but without a mouse to do the combat and everything else and, like, pick up stuff from the ground and do all the UI stuff, um, they decide to to sort of blend it with Pools of Radiance and that uh, trilogy of games to into a, like, first-person grid-based dungeon crawl that then turns into... The top-down tactical combat with uh, when you run into enemies, but it's on the Game Boy Advance and it's third edition rules now, which is the edition that I have played way more of than anything else. And um, I'll just as a little sidebar, they did put Eye of the Beholder on the Super Nintendo, and you had the cursor like a mouse, but you controlled it with a D-pad. It was oh it god. It seemed a little bit uh, obtuse. That seems rough. Um, so this version, the Game Boy Advance version of Eye of the Beholder, is this weird blend of these two formative D&D DOS games and also like being moved into a new edition of D&D. Like, third edition came out in 2000. Um, I don't remember when 3.5 came out um i believe it was i have it here somewhere it was 2003 so the third edition comes out in 2000 and they quickly realize it's kind of busted it doesn't really work the way that they want so three years later they make 3.5 which combined with it being like the open game license meaning that like the the core mechanics of the game are out there you can use them as long as you cite, you know, where they came from and everything. Um, so that meant that there was a huge explosion of D20 games in the uh, mid-2000s. So this this game uh, uses the 3.0 rules, which I don't, I'm not that familiar with, but it's only a little bit different from the game that I do know. And there are these little tiny sprites that are really cute and characterful despite only having like three frames of animation um this is a this is a fantastic video game yeah it was about 15 hours long there's a lot of problems with it this is kind of everything i wanted from playing these D video games because all i really wanted was uh i want to play the actual uh, like combat system of D and D, because I think that that would make for a fun tactics video game. Um, and of course, I uh, am known to enjoy the first-person dungeon crawl experiences of like an Ultima or a uh, you know similar games. Never knew this about you. Yeah. Uh, so this was like a weird, perfect blend of a bunch of stuff I liked, and it's the rules that I know the best. Or as close to them as, as you get at this point. Um, here's the problem. One, only one person on, on the internet cares about this game. Because every game has this person who's like, uh-huh. you look on GameFAQs and that's the one person who wrote all the lists and all of the, made the the walkthrough and has a bunch of posts on the, on the message board. Um, there are a lot of weird things where the game is just broken. So it's kind of a toss-up sometimes when something doesn't go the way you expect. Whether, is this a rule that they changed in the adaptation to video game? Or is this a rule that should work as intended in the tabletop game, but isn't working in the game actually because the game is broken and buggy? Um... Armor, for example, is supposed to have a max dex uh, bonus, which means that 
you add your dexterity uh, modifier to your armor class, which makes you harder to hit if you're more dexterous. But heavier armor decreases how much of your dex bonus you can add to your armor class because you can't move that much. So even if you have a plus four on dexterity, if you're wearing plate mail, you're only going to get, I think, one point of that added because the armor is compensating for the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The difference between uh, AC from dexterity versus AC from armor comes up in the cases like a touch attack or a ranged touch attack. Uh, that only targets mm. your actual armor and um, only ta- targets the ability to hit you, not like whether not how hard it needs to hit you. So as long as it hits you, like it's a magic spell, like it doesn't matter what armor you're wearing. If it touches you, the effect happens. Uh, in this game, the maximum armor, the maximum dexterity bonus stat just doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. There huh. are some. There's like a specific half plate armor drop that has the penalties and flags of the padded armor, which is the weakest armor in the game, which means that it's a half plate. So it's like plus seven or whatever armor class, but it has um, but it's counted as light armor and has no maximum dex penalty. So you just do Dark Souls flip rolls in your head. But um like stuff like that where things are just completely broken um there are spider enemies that hit you with webs and what the web is supposed to do is give you a minus two on your attack rolls and stop you from moving what it actually does is stops you from moving and gives you a minus two on i think one of your stats and a minus four to hit and every time you fail your save against another web, you take another minus four to your attack roll, and it just stacks indefinitely. It means you gotta you gotta take out those spiders before they start weighing you down. Mm-hmm. But it was a really fun little RPG. It's very simple. Um, only the basic four, you know, fighter, wizard, cleric, and uh, thief classes were available um just the normal guys yeah which is funny because like the actual core D only had fighters clerics and wizards thieves were like the first uh to be added in the like i think it was either in the second book but um anyway the game is broken as hell uh, it is really easy to fuck yourself over by accidentally glitching your stats into being too high. Um, oh. Which which results in bad things. <laughs> um, but I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, the other thing is that nothing is, is like, shown to you. Um, you have no information about like you can go to your character sheet and you can see numbers like i have my will save is a 7 or i have my base attack bonus but you don't get to see your actual combat roll which is like your weird base attack bonus plus which, whichever stat either strength or dexterity depending on the weapon plus like the enchantment bonus of the weapon plus mm-hmm. any feat bonuses like weapon focus or whatever I don't think weapon focuses in 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 this one, but there's like something like that. Um, there's no like breakdown. There, you don't even get the final number. You get you can see your base attack bonus, and if you've played third edition, you don't need to look up your base attack bonus. You know what it is. Um, it's half your level for wizards, your level for fighters, and then for clerics and rogues, it's like, um, mm-hmm. in it's the what is it? 0.75? I don't know. I think that's the halfway point. I forgot my math. Um, but, like, there's there's just no information there. When you uh, say you want to cast Fireball, you just pick the square that it starts in. There's no radius. You don't know how big the Fireball is going to be until you cast it. Which means that every new spell is a, like, trial and error of, am I going to just blast my fighter's ass with this magic? Which 
could be really frustrating. And I, you know, I'm not here recommending people play this weird, fucked up Game Boy Advance remake of a DOS D&D game. But uh, I spent 15 hours on it over the last month and had a fucking great time. There's also no music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, then the other day I started playing Dungeons & Dragons Tactics for the PSP, which, uh, being in 2007, is the full 3.5 rules to the point of, like, bogging down the game. Um, you have to move your characters through the levels. It's like an actual mission-based tactical rpg and you're moving your guys through the area but you're always moving them one at a time on the grid and like you can move up to your speed and then you have to end your movement start it again end your movement and then do everyone else and then it'll reset and let you move more um would love to have a feature to like i'm gonna like party up and have move everybody at once in a set order and like at a set like reduced speed so that I can just move through between fights. But uh that one is weird and uh even less um known and less cared about online than Eye of the Beholder for the Game Boy Advance. Uh-huh. Uh there's one walkthrough on GameFAQs and it's incomplete. Yep. Nobody cares. Um nope. And it is a very, very faithful uh, representation of the 3.5 rules, um, which would be fine if there were a couple tweaks. Uh, I enjoy playing the combat. It's fun and satisfying when you're like, get your guys flanking an enemy and you like you see it and like, uh, I've named all my characters after my friends in this one and... Uh, Hannah had a halberd and she had readied an attack. And so the first wolf that ran up on us, she immediately hit. And then because the halberd is a polearm, she doesn't threaten the squares adjacent to her. She threatens the next ring of squares, two squares out. So then the second round, uh, another wolf came in. And as it entered and then left her threatened area... She got a free attack of opportunity on it and killed it. So she killed two wolves without it not even being her turn, uh, which was pretty sick to watch. It's pretty sick. I'm sorry. It was a plus two Guizarm, I think, not a halberd. Okay, I believe you. I was de it, but... Oh. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is what I've been doing. Um, I just have a lot of affection for that gba game i think you have a lot of affection for D. that's true yeah the first fantasy thing i ever read was dragonlance so mm-hmm. um, is, is that D? It, i don't it's, it's a D setting yeah okay um but yeah i had a good time well good i'm glad i think that's all i did all the otherwise i've just been reading yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but we played Late Shift. We played Late Shift. Um, it's a video game. Is it? Could have been an email. (laughs) (laughs) Could have just been a movie. It, some would say, it is a movie. Yeah, it's a, it's an FMV game, so, yes. Um, it's, um, it is fine 
Um, it's total. It's it is pretty fun. Pretty fun. That's a neat little thing. Your turn to summarize, by the way. Would you turns? I I did it last month. I didn't know we traded off. We do. We had been. Also, you just finished it ten minutes ago, so I hope you can pull this off. <laughs> All right, you play as Matt, who is a uh, combination night security guard <laughs> and guy who parks your car for you, who, who that has a fancy French name I can't remember. Valet, chauffeur. Oh, valet. Valet is what you're looking for. I'm at the car park. I'm at the college. Sure. Um, Not the combination. Yeah, whatever. Uh, when he's having his night, uh, he ends up uh, getting kidnapped by a guy who's trying to steal this fancy car, which leads him to be introduced to a, a crew planning a heist to steal a, a very old rice bowl that is being um, put up for auction. Sentence three. You're offered many choices at key points and also some random points uh, that will determine a little bit of how we see Matt and also how cleanly he gets through the night. Uh, after the heist, um, the people who were the choice were, were the people like uh, also bidding on the rice bowl and they are pissed. They uh, force you to find the real rice bowl because the one you stole was a fake and you go through just a whole bunch of areas really really quickly just a whole lot of bullshit you just you are trucking um and you get through and eventually find the guy who knows where the rice bowl is which is the guy who's at the the guy who was selling it in the first place um, and you return it to the, I assume this is not the only way to do this, but, and, but I think both of our playthroughs, we returned it to the people who bid on it and then, uh, got framed for murder and the game ended. Yep. We ended, it's very funny. There are apparently seven endings in this game. Nora and, not, and I ended up with the same one. Yep. Uh, the exact fucking same one, which is going to make this discussion a little bit less interesting, I guess. <laughs> What was your, like, ammo with what choices you made when? Because um, I kind of had an idea. My, my initial um, choice, I guess my, my trade of thought is, like, you're just doing your job at this thing, and you hear somebody at the car park, and it's like, okay, well, fuck, I guess I better check that. Like, you hear a noise. Um, you see a guy who broke in. So you go check on it. He points a gun at you, makes you drive him to the crew for the heist. Obviously, you're going to join this heist crew. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to do some theft. I would love to do theft. Um, So I am all in on joining this crew and doing all that stuff until after the heist, they're like, okay, I guess we got to kill this guy. It's like, wait a fucking minute. Hold on now. Uh, And then you have to get away from them after a car crash. The, The people who wanted to kill you are dead. The girl who is in the crew obviously is not dead because Matt has to have somebody to make eyes at for this whole fucking thing. Um, This didn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever. Why did we put the romance plot in it? I didn't have any bonding moments with her. There's just just the part where they, like, are at the um, auction, I guess. Yeah, but that ended with them bickering for me because I didn't let her keep. Yeah, bidding on I didn't the thing. let her keep bidding on the thing, so she was pissed at me. So she, so he is really invested in her safety for the rest of the game in a way that's like, bro, she was gonna kill you. Yeah, she was gonna let you die. Uh, she, which, I mean, like, I she didn't it. want to, but she probably would have let it happen. Like, I get it. Who among us has not 
has like not fallen for a, a woman who would kill us. But yeah, in this really. particular instance, uh, she has no interest in you, and you have every reason to just ditch her. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't ditch her. You have the choice to. I think. I think you could just leave her there and then go do the shit on your own. Um, I bet that's one of the big divergences for the I mean, endings. I picked the, I picked the option to go talk to the cops after the crash, and I oh wow, the really? Op- yeah. And I picked the option of save yourself when you're being interrogated, and both I did of pick those... save myself when I was being interrogated. Yeah. Uh, if you go to the cops, you get arrested. They don't believe you, and then you're broken out of the cops by the choice who take you and threaten you uh, until you go find the rice bowl for them. Okay, that makes sense. Did you go talk to Mr. Wu? No. Okay, I did a whole thing where I went and found Mr. Wu, and he's like, I didn't want you to steal that bowl. Uh, so you find out you got played. Huh. Um, by somebody who did want the bowl. Uh, or uh, specifically somebody who really just wanted to make f- about five million pounds. Yeah. Um, okay, that's interesting, at least. Yeah, because I was just like, fuck this, we're getting out of here, we should just go sell this thing, and then get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, Hmm. so, you go, and you try to sell it to Mr. Wu, and I guess you didn't have the scene where she kisses him in the hotel room, then. No. Before you get caught by the choice. There is no bonding between them whatsoever, and he's very invested in her safety in a way that's more than just, like, Oh, I'm a normal guy, and I don't want a person near me like to die, uh, kind of way that you might. Okay, because I guess cause it that's... makes more sense in my game then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in yours. Really... It sounds like she. You just kind of like left her there, and were like, "Fuck this," and then he cared about her a lot. I chose every option possible for him to look out solely for himself in that moment. So that's fair. I like, yeah, I, was like, I'll do I the guess heist. I don't. I was more like, I guess I don't want her dead. I guess I wouldn't want to have her killed if I can avoid I, it. I went up until they had the needle to his neck, and then I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'll do the heist. I'll do the heist. Damn, and then, dude. I was just like, no, let me do the heist. I don't want to fucking heist. The second they let me loose in the building, I'm like, I gotta fucking warn somebody. I gotta betray these guys immediately. <laughs> so, Damn, Nora. Then, um,. The only guy I didn't betray was uh, the guy who has the guy in the hospital bed. That's the only guy. The guy in the hospital bed, he deserves the world. (laughs) Uh, Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, All he did, he was just chilling and he got a concussion. Yeah. Did you see see I got the Steam trading card of that guy and it's just a dude (laughs) in a hospital bed with a big thing (laughs) on his head? It's so Uh. funny. You track down Parr, who is the guy who was selling it to begin with, um, and he's like, I'll give you uh, a million pounds if you leave me out of this and I get away. I'll give you a hundred thousand right now. And I'm like, okay. And then the choice are like, did Parr do this? And I'm like, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. You bet your ass he did. And they're like, do you have any proof of that? And you're like, no, despite the fact that I'm holding a hundred thousand pounds in my wallet as we speak that he yeah. gave me. I would have just given them that money. You think they would have um, framed him for murder if you would have given them the money? I don't know. But also, if he hadn't asked about the girl, they wouldn't have framed him anyway. That's true. I don't know. I'm showing, I'm linking you the card. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we, I think I like this game. All told, yeah. I do think I like it. It's it's not good. I, I do want to say, it's not like great by any means. The writing is mid. Uh, the subtitles are all wrong. The subtitles are wrong in almost every scene. Not every line, but like at least something is wrong. Something is but wrong I, like all the time. I think it, I wasn't paying that close attention, but I think it might have been whenever he says fuck. No, no, it's not. Mm. Uh, there, there are just like random lines where they get the line completely wrong, and like yeah. the I guess the same like intent is there, 
so it's it's like not a huge deal. It doesn't like mislead you, but it is weird that they didn't get it right. It's weird, and it's a small game. I get that, but like, you know, it's like I I assume that the subtitles are the script, and then the, some of the deliveries they picked were a little like a little bit off script, right? Just rephrasing yeah. what's on the script, but like you, I would imagine most things would then just touch up the subtitles to be what actually was said rather than the script. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I appreciate a small game with subtitles. Yeah. Um, yeah. so there's, there's that much. It, it's just the same weird, like, half step, um, that, like, when you're watching a, uh, an anime and you're watching it dubbed with subtitles and the subtitles are the subtitles for the other language track. Oh, for the sub? Don't... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that same little, like, whoa, what? Yeah. Um... um. But yeah, this what is a really, really charming thing um, in a way that, like, I wish I played more video games where I'm like, oh, that's a fun little toy I played with. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I wish there were more FMV games. <laughs> I don't know. This is, it's it's fine and all, um, but it's not, like, my favorite genre of thing. I also just don't like... Um, watching movies that much in general so that's that's a personal personal failing but if this was john wick but if this was john if this was john wick then maybe hmm? telltale um, presents <laughs> <laughs> no god that would be awful the thing about John Wick is that he's not there to talk he's there to shoot guys right so all the prompts are just what how the a fight scene is going to play out. If you're wondering why we're talking about this so much, it's because Nora and I have watched John Wick 1 and 2 in the last two weeks, so we have John yes. Wick brain right now. We have John Wick brain because that's how we're spending some time together, and it's fun. Yes, it's, it's good. John Wick. Um, uh, John Wick away. John Wick away? <laughs> that's that's a joke for nobody. Sorry. Um, what uh, Look, what achievements for did other you... People. That's true. It's for three other people. What uh, what achievements did you end up with, Nora? I'm curious. Let me see. Um, I ended up with uh, Even Tempered, which when you're yes. in an alley, there's a chance where you can end up fighting. I did not fight the guy. Um, because the cops were right there. The cops were right there. Um, I, got so the, I've... I got the fair share achievement, uh, which is you get part of the guy whose arm was broken, his share. That was gross, by the way. Yeah. That was also, icky. that was really funny, because, like, I'm gonna, like, briefly describe, like, a broken arm thing here. Um, it is a visibly broken arm, and, you know, with fake blood on it and some whatever, yeah. like, prosthetic physical prop fake skin thing that you do for a movie um you people know what i'm talking about. i don't know what the words are um but in the scene in the background when he's getting like tended to by mei ling she's just very gently <laughs> just wrapping <laughs> some toilet paper around it and, and then put some like, like cardboard on it as if that's going to keep it set it's so funny that she it's doesn't so even set funny, it dude so fucking funny. I get it. They can't go to the, the the doctor right now. They're busy doing a heist, but it's really it's funny. Just, it was just really funny. Um, so, the ones that I have are the bribe. I accepted, you know, the bribe from yep. Par. That, I've got, that seemed like it was an ending, is accepting the bribe, because that's when I got the achievement for, and it gave me, like, a watch four endings, like, the yes. it's in progress. So I think it's an ending. Uh, I have cause and effect, which is that I yep. told that guy... You were just nice to a guy at the opening. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, that didn't matter um, in my I game. assume it would if you don't give him directions i bet it matters can't imagine how fair share split the share 50 50 uh i got office clerk which office clerk i went to the office in the museum or whatever what shrug what is that the office in the museum 
at the, when you right after the auction and you get into the elevator instead of going to the basement i went to the office oh okay which didn't amount to anything because they found me and took me back down but i did warn somebody so the, sure. the alarms went off and that's why um that guy had a concussion oh okay he just kind of shows up if you just go down there he still gets that's a nice. concussion and i got even tempered because i was like no i'm not i'm not gonna do a fight scene in this video game yeah, no, I no. Seems like a bad idea, especially with the cops right behind you. It's so weird. Why I don't understand that scene at all. Um, the other thing I don't understand, so the the big like hinging plot point is that there was before they auction the bowl. Um is that there is an auction right before that and it goes to Mr. Parr who is, you know, the the guy. Um, he buys a cabinet and they say into the lips pressed to the mic with a secret compartment. Uh, and then it later on, they're like, oh, oh, that cabinet. It must have had a secret compartment in it where he swapped the no- bowl. Nobody said this in my game, except <laughs> that really? when when I went to the hospital the guy, Sebastian, the was guy- like, and you, you didn't hear about a secret compartment. And I was like, okay. Yes, I okay, did. But the, the auctioneer mentioned it, actually. Um, that's so funny, because when I went to the hospital, Matt saw a guy drop a porn magazine out of his newspaper <laughs> and said, that's how he hid the bowl. And I went, what? <laughs> that must be, like... Because I got that after the I didn't get into the fight because that's how I learned, I thought about Sebastian. So I was like, oh, that guy almost choked me. <gasps> Remember that guy who got choked? Like that must be the game's like, okay, you passed up X like path. Here's how he's going to get to next location. Yeah. So weird. So weird. Uh, Matt is a weirdo. He's a little freak. Like, the characterization that you get before you start taking choices for him is that he wanders through this parking lot full of expensive cars, and he's like, here they are, the closest relationships I've ever had with a bunch of metal bimbos. He's the least, and also he's studying game design. He's the worst man on Earth. He's the worst. He sucks. I hate this child. Well, he's not a child. He's an adult, but still. He doesn't even look good in a suit. No, he doesn't. He's fine, but he's just a generic guy. He's just, he's just British men. Yes, it's true. Now, if he had a nice tie, maybe we'll talk. No. I don't think so. But I don't trust this man to respect women. No, I don't either. Um, anything else about late shit? Um, I guess we should talk about the the spooky Chinese guys. Yeah, this um this game is is it racist? I think it might be a little bit. It's using a trope that you know has racist roots and uh, has a racist history. Yeah. Um, I feel like it could have been way worse. Considering, oh, it definitely could have been way worse. But yeah, you know, it's like, oh, you just reach for this thing to like put this. Could have been the mafia, also, except that it wouldn't have been a a, an ancient. Well, Italians don't have anything that you can like steal. They don't have artifacts for you to steal for the mafia to get mad at you. I don't know if that's true. It's. I mean, we sure don't. I don't know. I'm just, I'm doing a bit. I'm trying to do a bit. I, I, it could be like a Roman sandal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I crushed it. Got it in one. <laughs> Not like some laurels or something? Is that what you're looking for? No. Okay. I mean, look, there's, you know, ancient Greek shit also. Anything that yeah. was Greek is also Roman by uh, their decision. 
<laughs> on, a, on account of the occupation. On account of Rome deciding this is ours. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh, was there anything else? I don't think so. Um, yeah, the the you end up giving the bull back to those people, um, and then you get owned because you care so much about this girl. I don't. I don't. She was also going to kill me. Yeah, she also wanted you dead. If and well, if not wanted you dead, then was fine with you dying. Yeah. Yeah. We got an email. We have an email. Uh, thank you for writing one in because we forgot to post about it. Yep. Yep. And I posted at 10 o'clock at night or whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, Alex writes in. I've now played Light Shift and it's fine. It's big racist, but like we just came out with Deus Ex, so I don't see this as out of step with any video game trends. I don't appreciate all the games moralizing about how I, as Matt, am a bad person depending on my choices, as this isn't all some big stupid imperialism plot by a rich limey with the longest face I've ever seen. So true. Your choices, your choices are you, my ass. This is an FMV game, guys. Don't kill, Don't kid yourselves. Questions. Do you think Matt would get into crypto? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 1,000% yes. He's taking that 100,000. He's investing it immediately. I'm not that convinced. I am. He's the, he's the exact shitty type of guy. He's I British. He would, he's into game design. I think he'd get into stocks before he got into crypto. No, he's definitely getting into crypto. If you were tasked with a video game art heist, what video game characters would you have on your team? My first, my immediate first thought was Kirby, Coro. and I don't know how that would be useful, oh. but... <laughs> but... Okay, pick three, and you're the fourth. Mine is, my, I'm definitely picking Corvo. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, do you want Corvo or do you want Billy Lurk? Because I might want Billy Lurk. I mean, what I really want is Garrett, I guess. But no, you don't. Why not? That guy's boring. He's really good at his job. His He's name just is a Steve. guy. He has twenty I... types of arrows. You would be done with him by the time you got to the place. He <laughs> <laughs> would be fed up with his bullshit. He has so many arrows, though. <laughs> uh huh. But Corvo has magic. Is the thing. Corvo does have magic. I don't know. Maybe Garrett has magic, and I don't know yet. Um. Well, based on the controls that you showed me, he does not. <laughs> Where every every button on the keyboard is mapped, and there was no magic button. That's true. Um. So I'll, I'll stick with and those arrows, though. No, that's a type of magic. No, they're not. What the fuck are you talking about? He has... What the fuck? <laughs> no? <laughs> Having arrows that can, like, spread moss on the ground or, like, extinguish lights, that's kind. That's a type of magic. Extinguishing lights, not magic. Definitively not magic. <laughs> Having arrows that are on fire, not magic. Arrows that put moss on the ground, I will give you... <laughs> That might be magic, but also it's just kind of stupid. What about the water arrows? What water arrows? The water arrows that you I don't shoot believe that there are water arrows on you, that list. You shoot them at torches and lanterns. Oh, is that the extinguisher ones? Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to find where you oh, linked fuck me you. that. Garrett's on my team for sure now. Fuck Corvo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's going to put on a lot of lights with his water arrows in the year 2021. You won't be laughing when you're standing right next to an electrical outlet and he hits you with a water arrow. <laughs> It'll like splash on my foot and I'll be like, well, that's annoying. And then it'll go bzzz. No. <laughs> I think you're really overestimating uh, how much water is coming out of this arrow. 
It's enough. No, it's not. So you've got Kirby. I've got Kirby for sure. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know why that was my first. I can't find this fucking thing that you that you showed me before. It must have been a couple weeks ago, I guess. What thing? The just the controls for this game. Oh, I can just Google thief controls. It's not a big deal. Anyway, um, right, dudes, dudes to thief with. Um, who's I guess really? It's, g- it's thieve in the present tense. Thieving. I want, I want to get uh, uh, Colm from Fire Emblem: The Sacred Stones. He's cool. I sent, I sent you the thief controls. This is for the yep, yeah, dark project. He does yep. have a healing potion and a breath potion. Okay, That's magic. It's not magic. Oh, he's also got gas arrows and noise arrows. <laughs> All arrows are noise arrows if you try hard <laughs> enough. Garrett's so fucking cool. Is he? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm happy for you, though. I think he's cool. Looking at this control scheme, like, I ain't reading all that. He's less cool in the 2014 reboot, but... Yeah. Um, Is there anything else? Uh, well, we both need to pick two more characters for our heist teams. I said pick three. Wait, we gotta pick... Oh my god. It's a team! It's so a duo. many dudes. Although we could probably get as far with... You could get as far with Kirby as I could get with Kirby, honestly. Like, those are problem solvers right there. Yeah. Um, I need one more guy? Hmm. Who Who are cool rogues? Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get uh Isabella Dragon Age. That's what I'll do. I'm gonna get two thousand eight Prince of Persia. <laughs> okay. So you just What's want the... a bunch of guys with magic is what you're talking. Maybe I that's what I he, should do. He doesn't even have magic. <clears throat> he can turn back time. Not in that game. In in Prince of Persia? In two thousand eight. Prince of Persia. Is it, what? The you one just called Prince of Persia. Definitely turn back time in that game. You don't do you shit. Absolutely you absolutely can't. Elica. I feel You're like they're. Do- I feel like they're a, a duo. I feel like they're. That's a. That's a combo deal. She does the magic, and you do the sword. That's how. Man, the game that game was works. sick. It was pretty cool. That's a good they, fucking game. They did lock that ending behind DLC like a Surah's Wrath, but you know, I don't even it care. Was 2008. Whatever. That game was dope. Game was dope, despite it running on a shitty IBM laptop. I had the I had the 360 version. I bet that version's great. It's fucking good. I like it a lot. I should play that game again. You uh, should. So I've got Garrett, and I've got 2008 Prince of Persia, and mm-hmm. I think I think I need like so Prince of Persia 2008 is kind of like a social kind of like a face because he's he's on like snarky and charming um garrett's very sneaky so i guess what i need to fill out the gaps is uh muscle maybe because they're both pretty acrobatic guys uh and prince of persia can like do fights but he's like he's not a bruiser really no so I guess my third would be Shovel Knight. Sh- Shovel Knight. Yeah, I don't know why. Feels right. Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, all right, fair enough. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna question you. You know what? We both fucked up because uh, neither of us picked a hacker guy. Oh. We should have picked yeah. hacker guys. I picked. And that's why we're not gonna steal guys. anything. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we'll never steal anything. This is proof that we didn't do whatever you're thinking we did. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Molly. Yeah. Uh, sorry, there's one more question. Never okay. Uh, in your opinion or experience, what is the funniest context anyone has ever brought up game theory in? 
Oh, wow. Um, it might be that bidding scene. It might be. It's so stupid. It's only a 23% chance that they'll that they'll do another bid. It increases on a logarithmic scale. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever brought up game theory around me. Yeah, not in real life. Um trying to think I don't I don't have many examples of this, unfortunately. It's just this one douchebag from Late Shift. Yeah. Molly. Yes. Where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with Y E R. You can find me audioentropy.com, I need mayo.com, the second best game.club where this podcast is. You should tell your friends about it. Um and that's pretty much it. Those are all the spots. Great. Nora. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I've done at norablake.online. You should listen to my export audio podcast at exportaud.io or patreon.com slash exportaudio. I'm doing a Marble Hornets podcast. It's pretty fun. I'm doing a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. I'm doing a, a Brandon Sanderson podcast. Doing a Tolkien podcast. We're doing lots of podcasts over there. If you're a Patreon, you get shit early. So You should do that. It's just a yeah, fucking dollar. It's just a dollar. And you get Bag End Book Club a week early. You get Ars Arcanum a week early. Two mm-hmm. two weeks early on Ars Arcanum? Because it's bi-weekly, I guess. So if you want to look at it that way. Um, and you should. Even, even more bang for thine buck. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we playing next month? Uh, next month we are playing Until Dawn. It'll be November first. Yeah. It'll still be spooky season for a minute. Uh, and we're gonna be playing it during October. On, the episode will probably go up on Halloween just because it, it'll be easier to put it up the night before. That's um, true. That will be around the time I quit my job. <laughs> Sick. So that's fun. Um, I'll I'm also really be on s- vacation. Hell yeah. I was excited the other day when we were watching John Wick 2 because Peter Stormare is in it. And I was like, oh, we're going to see him next month. And you were like, oh, gone. it's Peter. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what the Peter. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's going to have Peter. It's going to have Mr. Robot. It's going to have Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Um, it's None gonna of be this good... is doing anything for me. Okay. Somebody out there is laughing really hard because I said Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. I mean, I know about heroes. Hayden Panettiere. You just made it. That's a. That's not a real guy. You just that's, made up a guy. She's in the. She's in the video game. You made up a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you are hiding a type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So next month until dawn, and the month after that, we're going to be playing some Skyrim. Skyrim. Yes, that'll be Who's our December Rodan? episode. They, that's what they say in it. That's what they say in it. <laughs> I guess I should download that game, huh? It's not. It's yeah. It's not small. I should figure out if there are any mods I want to put in there. I'm probably not going to put any mods on there because I'm going to be playing on PS4, and I don't know of anything that I'd actually want because I'm just just there to make you're on a PS4. Guy and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, there's mods on PS4, but it's been a long time since I played Skyrim. The last time I played it, I got a mod that let me marry the vampire The vampire girl. lady. Listen, I know yeah. all about this. So, you know, that was fine. But, like, there's not there's nothing that wild on the PS4 mod situation. And also, like, I'm just not a person who mods games. Like, even for Elder Scrolls or when I was playing some Stalker earlier this year, I was just like, no, I'll just play the video game. It's fine. Yeah. I don't need to update like textures or lighting or whatever i just play the video game it works when i play with mods i usually add something like my arrows break less often Ooh, just so okay. the game's like less annoying yeah when i because they don't break like at all in oblivion when i played like an hour of new vegas last year god that was this year huh um all i, I did know. was i i went into the console and made me run faster okay yeah that's all I really needed from from that game at that point. But regardless, that's two months from now. That's two that months out. Be, 
That will be the December 1st episode. Yes. So you can enjoy some Skyrim chat in the winter. Mm-hmm. In the winter. In the winter. Uh, but until then, I guess you could say that this journal is updated. Updated my journal. It was, definitively. Yeah, I have the Steam achievement. Mm-hmm.